Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing the thought of the day. Guys, today I want to share with you a very powerful key, if not one of the most powerful keys in unlocking massive transformation in our lives. And it's a key that is surprisingly quite overlooked and missed by many people. And as you may be aware, uh, I dedicate a lot of my time and, and effort and energy in working with people in a process of discipleship, a process of coaching. And oftentimes, the amazing people that I work with are in a place where they're either stuck or they're frustrated or they feel restricted or limited in some way and they have this inkling in their heart that they know there's more and and they want to live in the more and they want to take the next steps Um, and what they're really looking for is just a bit of help, a bit of clarity, a bit of confidence to move on with that next step and almost always one of the first priorities for me that I feel is my job is to help people to truly identify what Yahweh has placed in their heart. And I often hear people say things like, I just want to know what I'm supposed to do, or God hasn't told me what to do, or I'm waiting for some sort of an instruction or some sort of a push from God into a certain direction. And oftentimes people find themselves in in a place of no man's land. And they find themselves living and functioning in a life that is not in accordance with what Yahweh has placed in their hearts. And what really surprises me, what I'm blown away by, in fact, on many occasions, is that one of the greatest links to us walking in and fulfilling uh, what we're supposed to walk out in our destiny is us actually recognizing and owning what has been placed in our hearts. And one of the most powerful stories in Scripture that that really displays this truth is the story of Nehemiah. And I encourage you, if you get some time or if you're interested in learning more about this, go and read Nehemiah chapter 2. And what you'll discover if you do that is that you'll see that there's nowhere before Nehemiah takes action on what's in his heart. There's nowhere in that Scripture where it says, And Yahweh instructed Nehemiah to go and rebuild Jerusalem. It doesn't say that that Yahweh told him what to do. In fact, what it does say is that this is what the Lord had put in my heart. And I think that quite often, especially if we're operating in a slave-servant mentality, we're looking to be told what to do. And I come across this very, very often. It's so deeply ingrained by default in our psyche that we think the Bible says, I only do what the Father tells me to do. And in fact, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that at all. It says, I only do what I see the Father doing. And so what this means is it gives us the ability to take initiative. And so what we read about with Nehemiah is that he was in pain. He was in a, in a state of, of frustration and heartache and pain due to something that he observed. And what was in his heart was to take initiative and to do something about this. And through a process of serving, he gained favor with the king. And the king asked him, pretty much, what is your request? You know, so, so what we observe about Nehemiah is that he took the time to engage with what was in his heart. He took the time to 
articulate what was in his heart and submit to the leadership in his life what was in his heart through a process of serving and relationship he clearly articulated this is what is in my heart right so he took the risk i guess you could say to to communicate that and and sometimes when i come across people they either don't know what's in their heart they have they don't have the self-awareness they haven't taken the time out to explore what's truly in my heart they don't have the they can't easily articulate or clearly articulate this is in my heart and then thirdly what we see about nehemiah is that he was very clear about the resources that he needed the time that he needed the authorization that he needed the different territories he needed to access the resources he needed to access and and he clearly said to the king this is what i need so the third thing again that i observe about many people is that they can't articulate the resources that they need to fulfill what is in their heart so nehemiah knew what was in his heart he could articulate what was in his heart and he could explain the resources that he needed to fulfill what was in his heart the next thing was actually taking the action so nehemiah took the action he went and he communicated he observed the situation he he understood what it required in a very practical sense and then he communicated his vision to a team of people he assembled a team and he and he articulated his vision and again i i often find that if people don't own what's in their heart they can't articulate what's in their heart they don't know the resources or the strategy that they need to fulfill what's in their heart they find it very difficult then to communicate all of that to the people that they need and if you go read in the scripture the the response of the people to nehemiah articulating what was in his heart is let us arise and build in other words Nehemiah, we are behind you. We've been inspired by your vision. We think this is a good idea. We're willing to give this a go. We're behind you. What do you want from us? Right? And as you know, if you've read the story, is he, he delegates. He then delegates the pieces of the puzzle to bring the whole picture together. So just in a very practical sense, I want to give you a couple of examples while maintaining confidentiality because that's very, very important to me. But just a couple of examples. One person that I worked with was an incredible artist. And this person, all they wanted to do was just work on art. And they were in a job where they were frustrated, they were stuck. Their, their time, 90% of their working hours were going towards something that was not in their heart. And they felt drained, they felt heavy, they felt frustrated, they felt under pressure. And the reason why is because they weren't living in alignment with what Yahweh has placed in their heart. And so <clears throat> the types of questions that I ask these people and the types of questions that I'm asking you right now is if it was impossible to fail and if money wasn't an issue, what would you do? And I want you to just pause for a sec and, and ask yourself that question, these very questions, write them down if you can. I find when you write something down, it, it really helps it to sink in. But Here's my two questions for you. If it was impossible for you to fail, if failure was a million percent impossible, there was no possibility of failure, and if money wasn't an issue, in other words, you could have as much money as you ever needed, what would you do with your life? Right, and this is usually my starting question 
to people and usually I'm met with the kind of stare like just the deer in the headlights like whoa I've never considered that um, and and anyway in the process of working with this person it came out that they wanted to do art and then what I do is I look at okay if you're currently in position A and you want to get to position B so in this case I'm, in, I'm stuck I'm in a job I'm doing something that I hate it's frustrating, it's boring, it's draining. That's position A, current reality. And then let's look at position B. I would do art because that's what I love. It's what's my talent, it's my gift, it's my strength, it's my passion, it's what I love, it's what, when I do it, I'm energized, I'm in my flow. Then the next question becomes, what is the gap? What is the transition requirement? What practical steps could you take? to get yourself from A to B and very very often what people do is they place the obstacle of the transition right in the road of the consideration in other words they won't even consider the possibilities of the life that they really want to live because they've already discounted it because they they've thought too much through the how you know and 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 so anyway we explored these these two things so we know right now you're not in the place where you want to be and we know the place you do want to be. So then the question becomes, what's the transition between where you, where, you, where you are and where you want to be? And what I'm saying to you in this message is that owning what's in our hearts, recognizing what's in our hearts, exploring what's in our hearts, honoring what's in our hearts is a very, very important step of the process. And what I find is the people that I work with, when we can actually identify it and own it and work with it, very soon, the way how gets revealed. It is made known. I've seen this many, 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 many times over. Right? And so, in this person's case, a strategy was revealed. They were able to uh, build an asset, get a, get, an, get a passive income from that asset, which replaced their original income, which freed them up to go and do the art. And so, for me, there's nothing more exciting than to see someone live out of the fullness of what Yahweh's placed in their heart. And so often, again, we get tripped up by this idea, I have to wait for God to tell me what to do. Guess what? Sometimes He's going to say, no, nah, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to wait and see if you can figure this out. Wait to see if you can take initiative. Wait to see if you will explore and honor and discover what I've placed in your heart and see if you take any steps. You know, um, I, I'm i just baffled by, again, how often I've seen it that when people recognize what's in their heart, they take action steps, like Nehemiah did, practical action steps, articulated what was in his heart, uh, could say what resources he needed, put together a team, you know, did all of these very practical steps to work, to, to outwork what had been placed in his heart. Another person I was working with was in a, a role that was very operational, yet what was in her heart and what her key strengths were was strategic in nature. So what we did was we explored what would the perfect scenario look like? What is it you really want? What would a typical day look like? You know, And so these are the types of questions I ask to really initiate conversation around what's in this person's heart. And so often we go days, weeks, months, years, even decades living out a life that 
isn't rooted in what Yahweh placed in our hearts. And we do ourselves and we do the world a huge disservice when we do that. Massive. And, and anyway, so through this process of exploring what was in this person's heart, we came to the conclusion that what was in her heart was to function in a highly strategic role. Well, a little bit of time went by and I'm very pleased to say that that has materialized, it has eventuated, it has unlocked for her. And I'm saying to you that one of the keys and one of the most powerful keys in that process was her actually recognizing, taking ownership and choosing to live out of what Yahweh had placed in her heart. Looking back in my own life a few years ago, I realized that one of the things that was in my heart was to do property development. I love it because it's it's a very complicated process, it's a very creative process. It takes a lot of a lot of skills that I quite enjoy, negotiation, financial analysis, contract management, all these different pieces. And so it was in my heart to do this. And what I did was I took ownership and recognized and really believed for a way that what was in my heart to come to fulfillment. Well, a few months later, um, and I've shared this before in a previous podcast, I met an incredible guy called Dale Bayos, who was a phenomenal property developer. And through a whole process, which I'm not going to go into, I had the opportunity to go and work with him for a year and a half and he taught me all the ins and outs of the entire property development process. So again, the focus of this podcast and this message is that one of the most critical and important keys for all of us as believers is to explore, to discover, to honor, to recognize, to own, to function out of what Yahweh has placed in our hearts. And if we do that, the world would be a different place. So consider this, that the transformation of a nation took place out of one man walking out what Yahweh had placed in his heart. So my, my belief is that there are many things in our hearts, in our hearts as a global community that are laying dormant waiting for us to explore, discover, recognize what is in our hearts. And I, I do not want you to think that what's in your heart is not significant, that it's not important, that it's not vital, that it is not critical to our collective mandate because I'm here to tell you that it is. Who you are, what you carry, what's in your heart is very, very valuable, very, very important. And it's your responsibility to recognize it, to articulate it, and to tell us about it. And to ultimately walk it out and carry it out to fruition. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. My time's up. I'd like to keep going, but I better stick to my time. Hope you have a good day wherever you are. Um, God bless and uh, we'll be in touch. Cheers, guys.